0: it is friday august the 31st this is meet the movie press on the show this week alec baldwin dad joker dwayne johnson's in big trouble and everyone's in star wars episode nine plus the week's big releases and the box office stay
1: tuned welcome to popcorn talk featuring movie discussion news and interviews popcorn talk we talk movies and now Here's Popcorn Talks. Meet the Movie Press.
0: This is Meet the Movie Press. As I said, it is Friday, August the 31st. My name is Simon Thompson. You can find me on social media on Twitter and Instagram at ShowbizSimon. I am the host of this (laughs) show, and it's the end of summer because it's the end of August, which means it's getting down to a nippy 80 degrees here in Los Angeles. So sweater weather, as we call it here (laughs) in uh, in La La -la Land. Uh, Okay, uh, so we have a bit of a change this week. Brace yourself, misogynists. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we, 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 you have went there we have a woman. We <laughs> have a woman on the show, so hi,
2: everyone.
0: I'm expecting some tweets. So, uh, <laughs> me Co- too. Courtney, I can't wait. welcome
1: to you're the a, show. Hi, everybody. You're, wait, you're already throwing down the Me Too movement
2: <laughs> already? <laughs> I did not you mean just that. Just started. <laughs> we we have a lot to get
1: through before we
0: even get to that. So, Courtney, for people who don't know who you are, you're very, you're a very prolific uh, critic and writer. Uh, you're very popular on social media. I'm a
2: very big deal you're kind and I have of, a, you kind of a big deal yeah.
0: yeah so who are you where can we find you and where do you write for
2: i write for i'm freelance right now but i mostly write for freshfiction.tv you can find most of my reviews interviews some news stories up there too uh and then you can also find me on twitter which i'm usually on all day every day at lula may bell
0: but never in screenings
1: Never in screenings. Never
0: in screenings. And I will get to that when we talk about the big movie releases. <laughs> <laughs> With us, as always, is Dietrich Powers. And Dimitri, where hey, can we find welcome you?
1: welcome side guy. I like that. No, 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 that, no, no. No, we don't need no, to do no. that
0: again. guy Okay. No, no, no. <laughs> right.
1: guy. Anyways, yes, my name is Dimitri Powers. You can find me here on Meet the Movie Press. It's always a pleasure to be here. Hey, welcome. Hi, thank All right. you for That's having awesome. me. So it's am oh, It's awesome. I love it. And also, uh, I'm on Popcorn Talks uh anatomy of a movie and uh today we'll be talking about happy time murders
0: <laughs> yeah
1: yeah yeah <laughs> so join because are the people
0: that. that saw that movie last week yeah. uh uh-huh. underperforming
1: yeah uh, well yeah. It was it toss-up between happy time murders or uh, the remake Paint dry or or the remake of a peon who I
0: yeah. that's a lonely movie <laughs> So, if you want to be alone this weekend
1: <laughs> yeah go to see Papillon <laughs> uh,
0: okay so yes. b- before we get started with all the week's big news uh, something we talked about in the show last week was the fact that and we had some great responses to this by the way uh, we're trying to get more diversity because uh, the industry tends to be something of a sausage fest um, especially this show because uh, what the industry doesn't need more of right now is middle-aged white men uh, so what we're trying to do is we're trying to get uh, more people of colour uh, all very diverse spectrum and also uh, more women on the show. So if you have someone that you would like to see appear on the show who fits in that category, uh, and also other great journalists as well that you would like to see appear on Meet the Movie Press, uh, do please uh, at Meet Press on Twitter. We have our own Twitter account now. Please let me know exactly who you would love to see on here, and we'll check their availability and see if we can get them on. You are the very first.
1: Yay! So Mark and Courtney. Yay! That's
0: okay, so, so we have a lot to get through. People are already saying that the show was a little bit late today because I was watching the Aretha Franklin tribute. <laughs> Pe- you, well, Pe- mean, people people like actually funny. joke, but I am DVRing that. So I will be watching that later on there today. You go. Okay, so we're gonna get usually this week we, we start with uh with the big releases. We're gonna put those to the end of the show this week, so stay tuned for those. Uh not a huge number of movies hitting theatres this weekend, but we are gonna cover the ones that we've seen. It's
1: akin to really not much of anything. Yeah. Uh, oh, we'll talk about that later. I just did that. <laughs> <But I'm,
0: laughs> oh, oh my god. So talking of dad jokers. Alec Baldwin <laughs> Alec Baldwin joined the Joaquin Phoenix Joker movie this week. In other news, Alec Baldwin left the Wacking Phoenix Joker movie this week. Uh, oh, I, was, I was kind of disappointed because when I saw that casting, I was like, this is great. Then we were told that the character was going to be something a bit like uh, a, a Donald Trump-style Trump right? character. And I was like no, that doesn't work so much for me. So then when he left the project, I wasn't entirely disappointed. But I'm still, I would have loved to have seen him as the Joker's dad. So what did you guys think about this? Courtney, you first of all.
2: I think that they jumped the gun on revealing this casting news. Probably the deal wasn't closed. And somebody was like, oh, we're almost there. And then they announced it. And Alec Ball was like, wait. And then it was just that revolving door of, yeah, I'm out of here. I'm not going to do this, but I'm glad we're not seeing the Donald Trump version of Thomas Wayne.
0: Um, yeah, I yeah. agree. Yeah, 100%. I mean, I am certainly as regular viewers of the show now, I'm not a big fan of Donald Trump. However, I think that would have been exceptionally lazy. And I think it would have been right. somewhat of a, of a cheap shot.
1: Right. And in, in, it's just not Thomas Wayne. Yeah. I mean, if you're going in a different direction, that's one thing, but I think that's dc's biggest problem it's like you have a bible to go from yep. mm-hmm. i don't mind nick changes here and there marvel has done sure. it but you have the roadmap why change it so and you know his deal was probably i mean whenever we read about these oh so and so had signed on well they it's they, they've already started filming mm. already so him coming on board and saying hey he's gonna be in the movie I was like okay that's pretty good that's a good thing for him Mm. and then hey he's not gonna be in the movie I was like Oh well, wow, Sorry, we didn't get to know you. <laughs> it's like okay, bye. Because we'll I, see you in the next game show. I, I think Alec, Alec Baldwin is
0: is having something of a really a really nice renaissance where he's he's got obviously you know the the Donald Trump character he plays on SNL, but then he appears in movies like uh, Mission Impossible, Fallout this summer, and then he also pops up in things like uh, Black Klansman. Um mm-hmm. and his kind of oeuvre is he's kind of spreading it out a little bit he's not doing too much comedy he's kind of mixing it up and I genuinely would have liked to have seen him do something that I imagine would have been a darker role something more heavy but still with an element of sort of maniacal levity to it because obviously the Joker becomes the Joker but you kind of want to make sure that there's some elements of that basic trait in, in the family pool I think he would have done actually a really good job so now Alec Baldwin is in, not in it Who would you like to see play the Joker's dad?
2: I saw somebody float the idea of Jack Nicholson playing the Joker. Yeah,
1: okay, (laughs) I kind uh, of get that. Yeah, playing
2: that. Why would they
1: think of that? Yeah,
2: uh, that's (laughs) such a stretch. Such a stretch. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe uh, Al Pacino. Is he too old now? Well, I mean, I don't want to be ages. De Niro's
0: in in the movie. Right, so it would be quite interesting to have Pacino in there somewhere.
2: They wind up at a diner.
0: But someone (laughs) I was thinking of, um, and someone who was very prevalent in a load of movies earlier this year, um, Michael Stuhlberg.
2: Um, mm-hmm. I love uh, stool
0: uh, Stuhl, Stuhlbar. Stuhlbarg. Um Who was in <laughs> movies such as uh, Call Me By Your Name, that kind of thing. He is an amazing character actor. He is. He's, I mean, he's been in everything since, like, you know, Men in Black movies. Right. He's done serious dramas. Uh, he really is a superb character actor and could really make something mm-hmm. out of this that is a standout role without being a... Sometimes A-listers can be quite distracting in this kind of role. And I think he would fit that if he would elevate the role, sure. really have a presence, but it wouldn't be too dominating. Yeah. Like, Dimitri, any any ideas on?
1: Oh, I have gotta go with Miles Teller, of course.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's an inside joke. Um, you know, I, I Miles. Miles yeah, we have a, a running joke about Miles Teller on the show.
1: So,
2: um, What's wrong with my boy?
1: Yeah, <laughs> I love you. I love Thank Miles you. Teller.
2: What's wrong with him? Boy, so. well, let's not go there this week. Let's not
1: go there. You know, it's, it's, it, I don't know. That's a really good question. I never, like, once he opted out, it, again, I don't know what the role outside of being Thomas Wayne, how are we going with this? Are they going to, like, try to connect the dot and say that mm. Thomas Wayne is responsible for quote unquote creating the persona of the joke? I don't know what they're doing. I agree. They don't need to go, they don't necessarily need to go A list. Um, but then again, to have the Marlon Brando ish kind of thing that Superman Richard Donner Superman yep. had mm-hmm. wouldn't be a bad way to go. So what you know get get George Clooney who played Batman that that would be his well, like that that would be his uh, his, redemption. his redemption for. Oh my god! <laughs> well, I mean, what, but one what other I don't know
0: <clears throat> if they'd go with 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 Clooney, but I do. I mean, I, that's not entirely kind of that nodding. I mean, would that be too much of a nod and a wink? To the heritage. I mean, I would like to see, and I don't think this person would be right, but I would like to see someone come out like a Sean Connery style person who hasn't done anything. For years, and where it's a small and Christopher Plummer's
1: available. Yeah, but um, do they want it that old again? That I, age is—I don't know how old they're going. Right.
2: What's the age range? Well, like, they, I'm the, assuming that it's Wayne? kind
0: of 50s, 50s, 60s But I mean, I don't know. Established
2: businessman, but if
0: yeah, but if you're going to play around with it, I mean, you—you, you, I mean, Pacino is not exactly a spring chicken.
2: I know that's what I said. Is yeah, too old?
0: so you know, he—I mean, I think he'd be good. But I mean, mm-hmm. there are a lot of—I mean, if if you're going to start playing around with things, you can make it that older, really older father. Cause I had friends in school whose dads were like in their sixties and seventies when but the they were teenagers.
1: 50s, how how old does that make Bruce Wayne? Yeah. At that point. Like again, yeah. I don't know. So where you, ha- going, you have to make it all. Yeah. We, yeah. Uh, until we
0: know, but I mean, I just think there's so many really good options out there to to kind of explore. Yeah. You know, but it's a shame that Alec is not going to be in it. Um, let's move on to uh, actually. Before we go on to the next thing, let's just say a couple of people saying uh, uh, welcome Courtney Zeno Hour, you. Uh, who's regularly active in the chat. Uh, very oh, pleased to see you, you on the show today, uh, which is great. People asking about Predator. We're going to get to Predator later on because I did a 12 hour poll yesterday. Uh, on the at uh, Meet Movie Press Twitter, so we're going to do that. Um, but yeah, so Thomas Wayne uh, on the uh, on the Anthony Ball, uh, Adam Baldwin uh, casting. Uh, oh, Thomas Alex, Wayne isn't Alex. Joker's dad. No, that was uh, we were talking. Oh. We kind of talking across purposes there. Um, Glamoury asking is a black Joker too far fetched? Well, we obviously know that in this case it's going to be Wacky in Phoenix, so we know right. this one's not going to be. I I don't know. Is it too much? I, I could see. I could see a large number of people having an issue with that personally, I wouldn't be that bothered. Um, but yeah, so a lot of people, the, the Joker movie is an, is an Elseworlds story, uh, so they can do whatever they want, because it's out of the main continuity. This is coming from Xeno Hour. Oh. Elseworld stories are a huge part of DC history.
1: True.
0: Mm. Um, Glamoury is saying, how's about Wesley Snipes? He could use more work, which we will get to <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? Wow. later in the show. Oh my so, gosh, it's like um, you've been
2: in the room I think, it's the
0: time. Deja vu all over again. <laughs> also, I think that Glamoury might be Wesley Snipes' agent.
2: Oh. oh, so
0: uh, so we'll, we'll get we'll get to that later on. Uh, but Wesley mm-hmm. Kid saying uh, they would prefer an A-list actor for Thomas Wayne. Um, so lots of thoughts on that. We'll come back to those as well. Uh, Sky Patterson on casting for the for the uh, for that role: uh, Liev Schreiber, Christopher Ooh. Plummer, who I mentioned, Christian Bale, which goes along. How about
1: Thomas Jane?
0: Yes,
2: he would be good.
0: Jean de Jardin.
2: Now I tweeted wow. about
0: Jean de Jardin just this week yeah, saying where where in the world right. is Jean de Jardin? Um, who was huge after uh, the artist and obviously was cast in mind.
2: Really but good nothing French
0: Hollywood kind of was like I don't know what to je ne comprends pas <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to do. Um also saying Ed Norton or Guy Pierce. I think Ed Norton no, no, I don't they're just too close to Joaquin's age yeah. not a million but I mean I'm, 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 but I'll have to say I fucking love Guy Pearce mm-hmm. so if you say Guy Pearce then I'm like it's yeah good great John Hamm as Thomas Wayne maybe this is from Elias Connolly in there as mm-hmm. well and Zeno our asking would Ray Otto work yeah Ooh, Ray Otto will work sure. for not a lot of money um, <laughs> as we've seen in a lot of commercials recently wow um, that is it's harsh wow. but it is true <laughs> uh, we, we, we care Ray we care because we love you. (laughs) Uh, And finally, uh, Sky Patterson, this also would secretly love to see uh, Brad Pitt. I don't think so. Bradley Cooper, I would have loved to have seen Bradley as the Joker. I know that was discussed. Uh, Joel Edgerton, again, too young. John Krasinski, definitely too young. Edgar Ramirez as Hal Jordan in the DC Cinematic Universe. I don't think that's going to happen, but interesting casting. So we'll see. Uh, okay, let's move on to uh, to Star Wars Episode Nine. Uh, two major pieces of casting this week. Uh, a lot of speculation over who these people are going to play. Matt Smith has been cast in a key role. guys um, are cool. Yes, and uh, Dominic uh, Monaghan also joining uh, Episode Nine this week. Yeah. This cast is shaping up <clears throat> really nicely.
2: Did you think they were going to have a bad cast though? For a Star Wars movie?
0: No, I'd tell you what I thought they were going to do. I thought they were going to do something that they've done with, uh, and I think they've, they've had in some previous movies like Rogue One, where they were going to have a few tentpole or well-known names and then fill it out with sort of lower level, lesser known and new mm-hmm. cast. I thought, I was kind of expecting a bit more of that with Episode Nine. Mm-hmm. It doesn't seem like that's what we're getting. It seems they're going for really recognizable names pretty much across the board again.
1: Recognizable enough. <clears throat> yeah. Pardon me. So, yeah, I mean, they're recognizable enough. I think it's really smart casting. I think it's great for both those both those folks' careers. And uh, I have no idea who or what they're playing. Mm. It could be under makeup or, I mean, Simon Pegg. Unrecognizable, right? Um, Bit harsh. So... Well, he was unrecognizable no, kid- in I'm *Last kidding. Jedi. I'm kidding. He's had a couple origins? of flop movies, but that's what no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> I refer to Star Wars. Yes. <laughs> so, you know, we don't know. And I think that's great that we don't know. I don't, mm. want, to know I don't want to know until until the movie comes out, you know, or as I'm going into it. So I think it's smart. And what they're also doing that they really are opening up the casting to, like you said, they're recognizable enough. When you think of Star Wars, the original, right, mm. they pretty much stuck to their core people. Mm-hmm. They added Billy D. Williams in Empire, yeah. and then when we get to Return of the Jedi, it's still our core cast. Yeah, we had some people in the peripheral, but nobody that we recognized, right? And they were doing that same thing with this, the back nine, let's call it. Mm. <clears throat> so we had our cast in Force Awakens, they sort of opened it up by uh, Laura Dern mm-hmm. uh, coming into it but it was had, divisive. She was divisive. Adler, like, sure. so I, she I was really great. I thought she was, thought great. She was, she was really good. Yeah. We know she ain't coming back. So I don't mind that they were opening this did up I don't know when you when you hyperspace <laughs> into a dreadnought. <laughs> oh, don't start! I Courtney. just
2: I just get a little worried with the whole Matt Smith casting because remember when he was <laughs> cast in Terminator Genesis? Dare I mention that property?
0: There was nothing but right it with was that like,
2: movie. There was like he's the better for not being in it, but they have made a big deal about announcing his cast, and then he was just missing an action. He <laughs> was. the whole movie, well, and so it was like. Okay. What, well, he had character had little, posters? He had the whole He had lot. character posters. He was in Entertainment he Weekly. He was in a yeah. whole spread and stuff. Blame and publicity. Yeah. And so he was gone. So I get a little nervous about this, too. That's all I can think of. And, and but he's, he's a great actor. He's a, he's a great, great actor. It
1: it's, it's time. I mean, he's been trying domestically mm. um, to do something. Again, I think it's a smart choice for both of those people. Dominic Monaghan, who'd worked with J.J., Yep. Mm-hmm. And lost, right? It's good for him. Like, we, what the hell we, has he been doing? He's anyway? great
0: and he hasn't burnt. He hasn't been, you know, he's still been given roles oh, yeah. in Hollywood, but we're yeah. not sick of seeing his face. No. He's, a, he's a, like a glass of cold water
2: on a hot day. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. On a hot day, you can see I, I suddenly become a southern maid. I have no idea <laughs> why I become that character, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I mean, for me, as you say, I mean, you, you know, uh, Courtney was saying how how great an actor Matt Smith can be, and mm-hmm. he can be. I mean, we've seen in things like The Crown, and he was superb as Pride Doctor and Prejudice who. and Zombies. Pride and Prejudice he, was and awesome. zombies. Yes. he was he was in that. He was great in that. That's right, but. um I just think, and I think mean, he was horribly miscast. Everybody was horribly miscast in Terminator Genesis, that was just that I'm was so a film that I was. to have so, to bring that up. No, it's fine. I mean, I've actually revisited that like a number of know. times, like an ex girlfriend, where I'm like, sure. surely she can't have been that bad. And you're like, ah, oh, actually, can. she was. She it was, was worse. bad. Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: You know, it's like maybe it was me. Maybe I was on the sofa. But it's that was just not a great movie, mm-hmm. and he was horribly yeah. miscast in that. I mean, for me, it was actually a um, uh, Jason. That again was horribly underused in yeah. in that movie, mm-hmm. um, but i I would be really interested to see what they do with Matt in this. I mean, I was really pleased when he was cast because he's a reliable and malleable pair of hands and a malleable talent. He can do so many different levels of 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 acting within a range that it's never bombastic want, and it's never too contained.
1: You want to try to do a silly Star Wars fandom forty five minute poll? Is he going to be rebellion or empire
0: Do you know what i don't I don't even know i don't even i don't I mean, know like, i don't want to open that do, up because I mean the thing <laughs> is that one thing that spoils the Star wars movies to me you know and I like the star wars movies mm. I'm the world's biggest fan is the fact that sometimes I know too much going in and i had well, a, i had a, I don't know
1: nothing. And I, well, I mean, that's the like, way I like, like know, it with these movies. We get... know
0: too much about stuff these yeah. days. Well, I... But but casting, I think, is really good. Matt Smith. Uh-huh. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, no,
1: I think he's... It's he's good rude. for him, too, though. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's good for him... Uh, yeah, I think it's good for the cause. So I'm going to ask Courtney this. Why do you think
0: Hollywood hasn't used Matt Smith more? Because he's done a couple of movies, and he's obviously done The Crown and stuff like that. Right. He is popular. People like to see him on screen. Why do you think Hollywood hasn't given him more movies?
2: I don't know. If I start speculating on that, I'll be down a rabbit hole for like, <laughs> right. I don't know, hours, and then I'll be you know in yeah. a fetal position like, why don't they hire my favorite actors? I don't know. Maybe I, they just don't know how to use them. And I think that's the case with a lot of actors and actresses that are out there where people just don't know how to use them. If somebody would write specifically for them, Mm. I think that's always a great thing, but uh, it seems to be so rare.
0: Well, it's like Laura Dern was kind of stuck in a, in a trap for like Mm -hmm. 15, 20 years where she would pop up every now and again, but right. nobody really had. She was always great in whatever she was in, but nobody had the right material. No, right. the characters weren't quite right, or she just simply wasn't getting the roles. And now suddenly everybody knows exactly what to do with Laura Dern and everything. Reese Witherspoon <laughs> is another one. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, she's it was doing like yeah, now too, though but it's yeah, she's doing phenomenally well. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's kind of it's just weird that Hollywood kind of doesn't. And then one person does a good job, and they're like.
1: Oh yeah, that's now how you do well, it. Plus, Matt Smith, and I think too, because you say he's popular, mm. and and again, I mean, I'm Doctor Who fan, so I mean no disrespect here, but Doctor Who, as popular as it is, mm. it's really not that popular. I mean, when you think about it, yes, it gets great ratings for the Sci Fi Channel, yeah, but so did Sharknado. So it it his popularity. Is it a ceiling world domestically here in the States? Mm. A lot of people don't really, they, they don't, they're not the Doctor Who. So I think but that he, he needs that one project that mm. you said, this could be it, where they find something for him. He can do a comedy, doesn't necessarily need to be in a drama, but he is versatile. Well, He's, you know,
0: so well. It's interesting when you say about his popularity over here because um, you remember a couple of years ago he did he was on the front cover of Entertainment Weekly, sure, and that at the time was the highest selling copy of Entertainment Weekly ever. That photo shoot was done in West London, uh, well, Northwest London, um, and I produced that photo shoot oh. for Entertainment Weekly, and I did was uh, that
1: for his leaving Doctor Who? Well, that
0: one? It, like, it was, it was. Just as it was, they did the photo shoot and then it was announced that he was leaving. And it's like,
1: everybody loves Matt Smith!
0: Matt Smith's leaving. <laughs> so it was when he had the stamps, the British Postal stamps, done sure. around Doctor Who, and it was the anniversary of Doctor Who, and then not long after he announced that he was actually leaving, which is a bit of a shame. But yeah, no, Matt Smith is, is great, and he's also a really, really, really lovely guy. Uh, people are saying uh, the Star Wars talks I'm off to get a coffee, uh, which is fine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> not everybody likes Star Wars, but you know what? There's so much Star Wars news, we've got to cover it. Uh, we're not going too deep in it, but we're going to finish on that. Glamoury's saying, what if the Joker's dad, going back to the Joker, is a woman, Meryl Streep?
1: Mm-hmm. Uh-huh.
0: Uh, kind of like a Mrs. Doubtfire kind of gl- gl- Glenn Close did a couple of years ago played uh, played Dobbs uh, 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 Glamour saying I think my life's purpose is to piss off the fanboys I think you're going to do that Glamour yeah. with comments like that uh, Sky Patterson saying <laughs> I also, also, also come time for December 20th 2019 when Star Wars Episode 9 if the film is over 3 hours 185 minutes and there's a lot of character development lots of action scenes and a good story Sky will be fine uh, Westy Kid saying Reese Witherspoon is a talented actress her performance in Walk the line was ten out of ten. She truly deserved that Oscar, absolutely. And then Hollywood had no fucking idea what to do but with her there... <laughs> for about another ten but years. Then she went
2: off and founded a whole lifestyle brand. 100%. And it's like well, a, she's an entrepreneur well, now. She's a
1: it, hugely she's
0: successful producer yeah. and producer yeah, no, and writer. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. but they knew knew to do it. with yeah. her. Um, you know, in, in romantic comedy. She
1: was stuck in the romantic comedy. Then she gets out of that and it's like Right well, now, well, well, I don't want to do a comedy, but I can do drama, and then people don't necessarily gravitate yeah. to the drama. But she did something extremely smart, like you said. She hundred percent shingles. She produces, and and do you know what? Sometimes
0: it's actually quite helpful to go into the shadows for a little while and sure. to have a. I mean, Jennifer Garner did it. Yeah. Jennifer Garner, and no. she's kind of coming out <clears throat> I mean, of it. She again, she needs the right project. Yes, she, she did a great movie last year that unfortunately no one saw. It was an indie movie, um, Palo Alto.
2: I didn't see
0: that one. Oh, nobody did. And it was actually one of the best things that she's done in oh, the, like 20 the, uh, years. Palos Verdes. It's Palos, the Palos Verdes. Verdes. Yeah, Palace Verdes. I also didn't see that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, uh, I Great, great, great movie. Yeah. Great cast. And it did nothing. It was yeah. such a shame. Um, and then one final thing on this, uh, uh, Scott Boswell saying, love all the Matt Smith talk. Second favorite Doctor. Yeah, seriously, if you're looking for people who support Matt Smith, this is very much the show that does Absolutely.
1: It. Okay, yeah.
0: let's move on to uh, another thing. Uh, Dwayne Johnson's Big he Trouble in the Child. China absolutely. won't be a remake, but will be a continuation. This is a project that we hadn't heard a lot about for quite a while. Mm-hmm. I, Big Trouble in Little China, as loved as it is, was not a hit movie. No. It right. was a fucking bomb. I still love that movie. I revisit it on a regular basis. I've got mm-hmm. one of the Arrow video sets from the, from the UK. I have loads of extras and stuff. It's just a genius movie. Um, that's a movie I went into to not knowing anything about it. Mm-hmm. Randomly bought a ticket when I was a kid and absolutely loved it. What do you think about, first of all, um, the fact that it's going to be a continuation rather than a remake, and also the fact that this is now kind of the second, maybe third film series that, possibly more than three, actually, that Dwayne Johnson has done uh, not remakes, but continuations of. So he did, obviously, uh, Journey Jumanji. 2, Jumanji. He did this. Right. Guessing you can't really call the Fast and Furious franchise that, even though he's taking it in a, a different direction. Um, but what do you think about the Courtney, first of all?
2: I'm super excited about this. Uh, I only heard about it this week, that it was even a thing that was happening. And I like that it's a continuation versus a flat-out remake. I hope they're not saying it's a continuation and then really we'll all sit in the theater and ta-da it's a remake Yeah. Um, but I really hope they bring in they've got to bring in Kurt Russell because that He's will be just, there. Oh my god, that be will there. send well, everyone a, into hysterics
1: yeah and that's my whole problem I, I mean we he needs to Jack Burton needs to be in the movie if yeah. it's going to mm-hmm. be a continuation so just for me I'm not just because you announced the rock is in this, I'm not on board yet. Like I just I wanna know because again, I think that Big Trouble in Little China has become like this really big cult following kind of movie. A lot of people have really grown to like mm-hmm. it. Not unlike say say Monster Squad, mm-hmm. which has really mm-hmm. built up an audience through its many years. I don't it necessarily wasn't the huge colossal bomb I don't think that you that you painted out. It didn't do well because people didn't know what it really was. I like you. I went in there. The yeah, audience didn't Lewis. know what to do with it. No. Mm-hmm. They just and, didn't know what to do mm-hmm. with it. But they they, they learned to know right. what to do. And they got into Kurt Russell mm-hmm. and Jack Burton and all the chop kung-fu and stuff. So it's got this cult following that deserves a little bit of respect. And you have to stay. The other thing, too, is I want to know, is John Carpenter going to be involved? Look, if mm-hmm. you're getting Kurt Russell And Carpenter involved Mm. I'm all in If they're taking a back seat I'm not in Because to me it's like Why? Why? If they didn't get it then Mm. They're not going to get it with The Rock And the people who are going to get it are Kurt Russell, John Carpenter fans.
0: On the flip side of that, and, and Colin, we'll, we'll come to you in a second, mm-hmm. I, I think um, the flip side is the fact that if they didn't get it then, why would they get it now? I think it's kind of the other way around. They will get it now, and I think then if they go back and look, they would get it more Obviously, it's not going to help the box. Obviously, you can't go, you can't go back bend time and go back in time and buy a ticket. But I think it's going to it's going to frame that. I mean, I think that's a great standalone movie on its own Big Trouble in China. Um, oh, no. And I, I would much rather see a continuation than a remake. I absolutely agree Kurt Russell should be in there. Maybe The Rock can marry Kurt Russell's daughter or something and take over the company, that <laughs> kind of thing. Maybe Kurt Russell gets kidnapped. They have to rescue him. I think there's a lot of fun that can be had with this. And I'll be honest with you, from Jumanji, which I thought was going to be appalling, I really right. thought it was going to be so. Sure. I thought it was a, such a bad idea. I thought it was going to be awful. And it was actually one of my favorite movies of last year. Right. And it was a massive success. It's um, better
2: than it has any business being.
1: Yeah. yeah. I didn't yeah. Th- and I'm the. I'm the, I'm the negative Nancy here. Like I, no. I, I mean, I didn't I didn't hate it. It's okay. It didn't, you love Miles Teller. It's all right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, I'm just saying, for, for me, Jumanji, I, it, it didn't make me angry. it's about the best I could say about yeah. it. Big Trouble for me. I like Big Trouble better than I like Jumanji. Mm-hmm. You know, it, like like you were saying, Simon. I can go back to Big Trouble in Little China. And yeah I'll Say not sure. a perfect movie, but it definitely has. But it's it still delivers so much the fun. goods. Yeah. It's so, so much fun. You fun. have this strong cast, like a good Kim Cattrall. Yeah. It, mm-hmm. it, it, it was like, like Adult Goonies for me. It, it yeah. was like yeah, adult, adult Goonies. Is.
2: Formative yeah. genre homage it that was a uh, lot of fun. everybody loved it was yeah.
1: what the golden child never could be I love uh, the golden, golden child. child I Big love Trouble, the golden Little... child yeah, I wasn't but Big that. Trouble and Little China I think if I had to choose between the two I'd watch Big Trouble and Little China so Courtney your, your thoughts on this um, I'm, ex- I'm still excited mm. about
2: the movie. I really hope it'll do well. Um, I think it'll have that fan, but ba- it already has the built in fan base from the cult classic yeah. um, audience. So I think they will go into it, but maybe with a little more trepidation and fear, um, that it won't get it right. And I'm like you where it would be interesting to see John Carpenter, what his thoughts are um, if it gets... Blessings don't really mean anything so yeah. much anymore. Because sometimes
0: it's not even in their hands. It's a property that someone's bought.
2: Right, yeah. right. So I would be curious to find out like what his thoughts are and where the story would go. But... I don't know. I, I feel like I feel confident about
0: it, but I have nothing yeah. to do with the movie. Of all of all the suggestions of sequels, continuations, and remakes that come out, this is one that, 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 that probably concerns me the least. Another movie, completely unrelated, that I would love to see a remake <laughs> of actually, and I think The Rock would be great in this is Showdown in Little Tokyo. Oh, okay. It was Dolph Lundgren, and yeah, it that. was God. Who was it? God. Oh God.
2: Sorry, I'm Brandon no Lee.
0: Help. Brandon oh. Lee was in uh-huh. that, and I love that. Uh, I that's a great know. action movie. Great movie. Uh, okay, let's move on to something else. Uh, people in the chat responding to this. Uh, Zeno wanting to know the real question regarding Big Trouble uh, is going to be, is Kim Cattrall going to return?
2: good point.
0: They have to have, I think, a strong female who would either be sure. a replacement or some kind of character and taken in a slightly different way because she was kick-ass but kind of a damsel in distress. Mm-hmm. We need to change that a little bit.
2: Modernize it. So, yeah, so mm-hmm. I think
0: that would be quite interesting. But uh, Sky Patterson saying on these points, I believe that if John Carpenter is producing uh, and scoring the film with Wesbal, James Wan, Um, or someone else directing and Taylor Sheridan and Jane Goldman writing the screenplay. Yes, please. That is a heady mix, Sky. Sky's wish lists for movies Mm -hmm. are insanely good, but quite difficult to achieve. Yeah. Um, (laughs) But... but, Very difficult.
1: Hey, he's a fan. I love it. Zeno, I
0: reminded me that it was Brandon Lee in the movie. Yeah, sorry, I slipped my mind temporarily. Uh, Filmler Jamie saying, Tron Legacy and Blade, uh, Blade Runner 2049 is why I doubt this ever gets made. Tron Legacy and Blade Runner 2049 make me realize that this probably will get made. Um, <laughs> I mean, be, because as much as I love Tron Legacy and I thought Blade Runner 2049 was beautiful, I was not a great movie to me. So do you know what? If those can get made, this can get made.
1: <laughs> Someone mentioned I'm surprised nice. Blumhouse wouldn't try to do this. Yeah, sure. I mean, that's I mean, true. Like, you know, Blumhouse Corner. Blumhouse. 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 It would have been a great, uh, a great yeah, thing. I mean, right in their it wheelhouse. Would be. It is in their wheelhouse. Coming off what I'm going to, I'm going to predict it right here that the Halloween uh, continuation is going to be a success, and that's why. I mean, they're, I think saying, they're saying at the moment it, there's not going to be more
0: sequels, but I think if it's a hit, they will make but,
1: more. But, but, but here's the thing: they did the smart thing. You bring like this Halloween movie wouldn't be getting the buzz it's getting if Jamie Lee Curtis were not in it. Mm. Okay, mm. so if you get Kurt Russell to come back mm-hmm. and John Carpenter to come back. Boom! You've got your publicity promotion, and you've got excitement from fans across the board.
0: Uh, uh, Fishman dildo, uh, <laughs> real real chat room name. Uh, John Carpenter's approval not a fish, maybe a man, probably not a dildo. Uh, John Carpenter's approval is valuable because he's loved and respected by many. Absolutely agree. Uh, and uh, John Harrison saying, "Who cares about big trouble in little China?" I do you do I do and you do do. and lots of people do we don't all have to care about the same thing that's totally fine okay a lot to get through we've got 20 minutes left on the show Uh, let's go to Wesley Snipes let's go to Wesley Snipes Um, talking to people who are available for work Wesley Snipes maybe you can get him next week maybe I can he's actually outside he's waiting he's been waiting for two and a half years Uh, Wesley Snipes uh, he's working on the sequel
1: to Passenger 57 let's
0: talk about Wesley Snipes (laughs) Passenger 58 that's a great movie it's fine. That's true. Sure. It yeah. is fine. Although I've, I've used the phrase always bet on black, and people who haven't seen the movie, as in like pretty much anybody under the age of 25, <laughs>
1: Right.
0: Uh, it's like, what What are you talking about? Yeah. What are you
1: talking about? And I'm Shame. like, as the 57,
0: they're like, Shame. no, you're just rambling. These are just numbers and names and quotes. And I'm like, okay. Great. <laughs> Old man Thompson will just take him take off in the corner and quotes <laughs> himself. Get on like my Pointless <laughs> rain <laughs> man. Uh, Where's the shouting at the sky? Uh, Wesley Snipes uh, is talking again about Blade, saying he would go and do another Blade movie. Uh, people saying this week, uh, a, lot of, a lot of talk about this online, people saying, well, you know, he's not really a star now. So would he really sell it? Other people saying it would be absolutely genius to have him back as Blade. Now is a great time to have him back. I think I'm more inclined to go with the latter. I think it would be a genius time to have Wesley Snipes come back and be Blade. Um, I mean, there's only a handful of other people that I think would be um, good as as Blade. Um, And if it ain't broke, don't fix it. I was I was a fan of Blade I was a flan. I was a fan You're of, a of on, I was a I was a fan of Blade Three. I know a lot of people didn't really like that movie. Um what do you think about this, Courtney, first of all?
2: Uh I would watch another Blade movie with Wesley Snipes in it. Mm. Um but if they did want to do like a passing of the torch sort of thing, there's a lot of other actors that could play also play that role. Oh yeah. Um Uh so yeah, I I mean, I would say that uh, it was... I think it was Expendables 3 at that junket. Like, everybody wanted to talk to Wesley Snipes. Yeah. And the rest of the cast that was up on the dais in the press conference, like, barely got any other questions. Everyone wanted to talk to Wesley Snipes. Whenever he and, turns
0: up an event in Hollywood, people want to talk to him. got mobbed. Yeah. Yeah. And
2: so I think it would be a good time for him to come back. I mean, the fandom is there, and the audience would be there... Um, I don't know what the story would be. I, I've only seen the
0: first blade, so sorry, guys. He basically kind of does the same thing in. in sure, all three of
2: them. yeah. I mean, I mean to
0: be honest straight. with you, Blade Two, I think is the best.
1: Oh yeah,
2: right. In, I think that's but, um, then it's
0: yeah. Blaze, and Blade Three is 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 the least good yeah. of them, but I think it's mm-hmm. still it's still very <laughs> entertaining, <clears throat> very absolutely. entertaining. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, think, yeah, yeah. Make sure. I
1: think bringing them back. Look, whether it's a pass off of the torch, which to expand upon that. He would still need to be in it. Mm-hmm. Who do you find uh, to be the younger person mm-hmm. who's going to carry the mantle? Yeah. Even if it's not, if it is, getting to a point where Blade has found immortality, per se, mm-hmm. um, you know. Certainly, they made six Underworld movies.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: We can do another Blade. Six or- of which
0: weren't actually required. <laughs> so,
1: yeah, I, I I think for well, obviously for Wesley Snipes. Yes, he's open for business. He'll show up to uh, the opening of an envelope at Mm. this point. Yeah. And I think, why not? If we're Mm -hmm. talking about Big Trouble in Little China... Why not play? Well, I mean, I
0: think point. I think for me, there are two people that I would love to see if he if wasn't Wesley Snipes. I would love to see Mahershala Ali.
2: I was going to say him. Uh, yes. and, and again, I
0: mentioned him last week. In Someone in the chat actually mentioned his name last week in relation to uh, someone else that I mentioned to do with uh, Dracula, if we were to have a black Dracula, Sterling K. Brown. Mm. I could see Sterling K. Brown because I loved him in Hotel Artemis. Sure. Me too. I, I, mean, mm-hmm. I genuinely love that movie. I know nobody really saw it. I just think those guys would be so good Oh my god. In that role. And they would update it and they would kind of keep it. Mm-hmm. And I just think it would be a really nice way to, to carry it on.
1: But. You know what else would be really good was the um the gentleman that is in the first purge. I forget his name. But he was he, he oh, turned out to be the Yeah. He was the the, the, the mob oh, guy. Right. Yes, yeah, yeah. But yeah, he ends yeah, up yeah. being the action hero at yeah. the end. Right. And I I was like, this guy's got presence. This guy's mm-hmm. good. He can handle action. He could be a good blade too. Yeah, and and again, you're bringing somebody very fresh. Mm-hmm. Into what about the Daniel role. Kaluuya?
2: Also great. Sure. Also great choice. I mean, currently doesn't watch them have in Star the Star Wars movies too.
0: Yeah, no, hundred <laughs> percent.
2: I'd watch them in any movie. Yeah, <laughs> they could be a big trouble. I'm so, all so excited, I'm excited
0: about Widows.
1: <laughs> Me too.
0: Oh so so my god! So I can't. I'm really
1: <laughs> looking forward to that. <laughs> I yeah. think that's going to be. Um, the ocean's eight we were all hoping for. Sky Patterson's <laughs> done some casting again,
0: talking about Blade. We're going yeah. to move on from this in just a second. Michael sure. B. Jordan, great choice. Yes. Sterling K. Brown, we've already yes. mentioned. Travante Rhodes. Yes. Good. Yeah. Again, hasn't really... Up. Yeah, two thumbs up. Trevante hasn't, again, an example of people who haven't been right. given the roles they deserve off the back of something he's successful. he's such a nice guy, He's too. such a lovely guy. Did him for 12 Strong. Yeah. Dude, yeah. the nicest person. Right. Um, and yeah, Mahesh Ali or uh, uh, Imari Hardwick, uh, as well as Blade mm-hmm. in the MCU, would be really, really good. Uh, and Wesley Kid saying, yes, I agree with Sterling Kelly Brown. Sterling's got a presence, I think, that Wesley Snipes had as Blade that I think would just totally. be a really nice... A really nice fit. So um, really good. Really, really good there. Um, Okay, a couple of other things to touch on. Uh, We've done Wesley Snipes. Sherlock Holmes 3. Uh, It's entering development. Plot clues have been revealed by Jude Law. Um, Robert Downey Jr. has been uh, tweeting. Now, I mean, I liked the first two Sherlock Holmes movies. I just think we've left it a little bit too long for this now. It's going to be ten years, pretty much, since the last one. Came out. I think that was 20, 2011. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So really, we're looking at this is this going to be twenty 2020, twenty, maybe twenty twenty one.
2: Is it Guy Ritchie again, or is, and, is it? He somehow- hasn't
0: signed on, but it's likely that he'll return. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I'm I enjoyed the first two. I'm like maybe we should just leave it at at that.
2: I like the first one a lot. Right. Uh, the second one, I don't remember much anything about it except it was.
0: Pretty
1: sort much of, the
2: same thing. Same thing uh, with the lady.
1: Yeah. Well, no, we had, but it really tied into the books too with um, mm. with the fall. I forget what they call the falls, but but Moriarty and Sherlock Holmes and mm. death fall over the falls. But, A Sherlock Holmes fan will be able to tell me what what story that came from and what mm. the name of the falls are. I liked both of them. Uh, I I'd be in for this one. You're all right, though. It's taken a while for a sequel. I
2: feel like we already have like a definitive Sherlock now mm. uh, with a, a Benedict Cumberbatch. So we've got that iteration, and also Elementary is sort of a very popular
0: TV show.
2: Also very popular. So we have those two going. So I'm not sure what a third Sherlock Holmes, like period set piece, would be in this mm. since we already have two really smart, good, intelligent. Greatly writ like perfectly written uh, shows. So I don't know what the third's going to look like.
1: Well, the Benedict Cumberbatch though, we don't know if that's coming back. Yeah. It's not on. Elementary, never watched. I it. just think we should. So I mean, I just I don't see why not. And I think, it, to be honest, I know it's another franchise, but it would be nice to see Robert Downey Jr. Out of the mm-hmm. Iron Man suit. Well, and got, I like got,
0: him. We've got Dr. Doolittle coming up, which he's been in yeah. production mm-hmm. on uh, for a while. And, and
1: I like him as yeah. Sherlock Holmes and Jude Law. I think their chemistry was much chemistry, better yeah, like, sure. than. I expect it. Mm. so I, I don't know I'm in, I'm in but it's been a little while
0: Glamour saying Sherlock Gnomes ruined that IP fair, fair <laughs> point <laughs> uh, <laughs> Fishman Dildo saying again Robert Downey Jr. and Jude Law have good chemistry wish they'd work on another movie together I'd be 100% up for that totally. uh, and Filminer Jamie hey Filmner Jamie uh, yeah. the problem is the BBC show overshadowed the film both came out around the same time I agree um, And a Westy Kid uh, giving, uh, giving props to Fishman Dildo yeah you're good with actors True. Yes. True. I've I've uh, never known a better casting Fishman dildo no. in my entire career. Yeah. Okay, it's let's run through a few things. Have, run through a few things because we've got to get to uh, our favorite films of the summer, biggest disappointment of the summer. We're going to get to the poll results this week, and we're going to get to the big releases. <coughs> okay, so touching on these, Top Gun Two moved to twenty twenty this week. Quiet Place sequel for May fifteenth, twenty twenty. Top Gun Two moving. No real surprise there for me. You guys,
1: I'm not surprised. I would have, you know, I would have thought that Paramount really would have pushed for next summer. I mean, but the cast isn't getting younger either. I mean, pushing it a year. Listen, if the, if it makes it a better movie, I, I was all in to begin with. Mm-hmm. If it makes it a better movie, okay.
2: It depends on what it's being pushed for. Yeah. If yeah. it's like writing, yes, wait. Don't film something that is terrible. Sure. Yeah. I don't want to watch another terrible sequel. Which,
1: which I, yeah, that's, it seems to yeah. be pointing. Yeah. For, for me
0: it's one of three things it's either going to be waiting for casting availability on somebody mm-hmm. um, it's waiting for, for rewrites um, or there's uh, you know another kind of thing that they're, they're waiting for but I don't know. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 officially on hold in the wake of the James gun firing that came last Friday. Uh, no mm-hmm. No real surprise there Shocker. but a lot of people, uh, James is obviously not coming back but I know James is looking at other projects right now uh, Michael Jackson's Thriller 3D is getting an IMAX theatrical release for the first time ever which I'm very excited about I remember seeing that on a, uh, on. Uh, on the TV as a kid, absolutely loved it and brilliant. I mean, I, I was a fan of Michael Jackson Do you but know really... the dance
2: moves?
1: No. I know this. <laughs> I know the <this>, Scooby Doo. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, that
0: is great. But to me, they're missing a trick by not putting Moonwalker <clears throat> with that as like a mm, double bell feature. Because that would have been good. Because Thriller's only like half an hour long. Mm-hmm. I would have stuck it in front of Moonwalker because Moonwalker is a highly underrated mm-hmm. piece of, of musical cinema. Yeah. yeah, but there you go oh, yeah. that's just me you guys I mean, would you go and see that I would pay to see that oh yeah it's probably the last time we'll get to see that on the big screen yeah. also why not do a run of shorts for Michael Jackson like do that in Ghosts mm-hmm. uh, do Bad as well have a really good run Wesley Snipes was in Bad yes he was mm-hmm. Wesley well, we, Snipes was in Bad I'm trying
1: to think um, why am I forgetting the name of the 3D Lucas production Disney Oh Captain EO Captain EO yeah. yeah I mean Disney won't give that up but I don't they, know They like, did bring it back
0: to the to the to, uh, to, to the parks for yeah. a while and which is great It, it yeah. was a lot
1: of it's great a lot yeah. of really cool yeah. Angelica
0: was in there. Yeah. I love Angelica was great. John Harrison saying Moonwalker is a classic absolutely um, so this mm-hmm. is great so let's get on to uh, three favorite and one disappointment movie this summer because the summer season is officially over mm-hmm. August 31st because so you know sad. they've started putting pumpkin in everything so you know it's the fall no. <laughs> there's pumpkin literally in everything uh, okay Courtney let's start with you uh, just remind everybody by the way Courtney where we can find you on Twitter
2: uh, you can find me at Lula Maybell. Bell
0: Fantastic. Okay, so three favorite movies of the summer and one disappointment of All the right. summer.
2: So my three favorites are Eighth Grade, which I hope everybody goes out and sees. Um, I love that movie so much. I felt like it really captured. You tweeted a lot about that movie. I love that movie so much. I feel like it really captured my youth, even though I did not grow up. As you can see, I did not grow up in the the digital (laughs) era. Um, But uh, I really felt like emotionally it captures what everybody goes through at that age, male or female, feeling awkward and weird and like you stand out. Um, but I just love that movie. Uh, uh, Mission Impossible: Fallout was another one I tweeted a lot about. Mm. I loved that movie so much. Um, and uh, yeah, girls like action movies. Who what? knew? What? I what? know. What? I know. I'm glad everybody's sitting down. <laughs> Good.
0: Um, Next to be wanting women. In, in movies, the movie. in the right. movies, yes. this is yes. how it starts. This is how
2: it starts. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I love that movie. I thought everybody's great in that mm. movie. Tom Cruise is so fantastic in that movie too. Um, Rebecca Ferguson, uh, just, just awesome. Uh, the culmination of the female roles, everything was working. The bathroom scenes are my favorite. Uh, next up is Crazy Rich Asians, um, which I've seen three times now, and <laughs> I want to go back again. I don't
0: think there's a single movie in the last two years that I've seen in a movie theater three times. Really. That's that's amazing. Yeah,
2: yeah. So this is, like, the thing that's gotten me. So I loved that. Um, My disappointment is the documentary McQueen. I don't know if either of you saw that. Probably not. But I'm big into fashion documentaries. <clears throat> uh, women like fashion. Who knew? Um, I know. I'm shocking everybody today. But, fashion. Um,
0: Gateway to the gays.
2: <laughs> um, so I was a little disappointed in that one. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's funny because that actually that got a lot of... It's a
2: lot, I think it's 100 percent on Rotten Tomatoes.
0: Yeah, it got a lot of talk up, and I'm always. Sometimes you don't know with with documentaries or films that are made about iconic people mm-hmm. whether they're whether it's genuinely how people liked the the product, the mm-hmm. content, or, or whether the it's person. the person,
2: right? And I think it felt like it's more the person who is a genius. Yeah, I'm not fantastic. going to I'm fantastic. I'm not going to throw his talent under the bus, mm. but and I like the way it's structured. But I just didn't feel like it showed me anything I didn't already know about him. And his uh, designs are incredible. The shows, you see uh, clips, footage from the shows that are beautiful. It is art. Um, But I don't know. Just it really felt like it follows the same behind the music path. And maybe that's what everybody's fame and fortune is like. But it really didn't show me anything I haven't seen before. It didn't change yeah. the game as far as structure either. Something
0: so There's a shame when that, yeah, that happens or so, doesn't happen. Yet. So
2: I was a little disappointed. It's fine, but I was disappointed.
0: So, Dimitri, your three favorites of the summer and your one disappointment. Oh, my
1: God. It was so... It, that that was really difficult for me because we had a conversation earlier like, when are we starting summer? Are mm-hmm. we starting it in May or are we starting Yeah, it's, it's really basically I consider <laughs> so, summer yeah.
0: something to start now. It's it's April but soon as, but as soon as the first Marvel movie drops. I, it,
1: I yeah. have to... So I mean, I'm going to a little because I want to go far back because I don't want movies to be forgotten. Don't
0: but, go too far back, we don't have a lot of time. Well,
1: but not, <laughs> I'm not going back to January, <laughs> okay, cool. But, um, definitely, Mission Impossible was up there, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. it really exceeded my expectations, mm-hmm. and I had high expectations. Uh, RBG, uh, mm-hmm. to me, was a, a purely inspirational movie about, I think, a very Inspirational, strong. We'll which I believe TV is today. actually going to be
0: on uh, CNN, CNN on media. Labor Day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh,
1: good. Um, so I really love that movie a lot. Also, um, Black Klansman. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. But I also have to put in an honorable mention to you, A Quiet Place, which came out mid-April. Yeah. I didn't. We couldn't go. I wanted to go early April, but you you made that cutoff. But A Quiet Place too. You know, horror is on a great cycle right now, and I think A Quiet Place really reinvigorated the genre and got people to go see what's effectively a silent movie, and they did it really well. Uh, My biggest disappointment, I think, uh, was probably the movie tag. Which I was really looking forward to about. as oh. a, yeah, which I which I was really looking forward to as a comedy, um, because I felt comedies were just starting to get good again with yeah. movies like Game Night and Blockers. I thought Tag was going to continue this, and while I laughed, I, I felt that they they really really cheated badly at the end, and it it really it, it was a one note. It was a one-joke movie that they tried to elevate, um, but it didn't. It wasn't fully executed. I had higher expectations for it, and that was probably a movie that I was disappointed in.
0: Yeah, that's fair. Um, three favorites of mine. Uh, three favorites were actually quite difficult, and a lot of them weren't sort of major blockbuster movies. Um, Black Klansman.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I thought Starlight Institute was absolutely brilliant the best thing that Spike Lee's done mm-hmm. um, for, for, God, for the longest time and I'm so glad that it's got an audience. It is still in theatres so you can go and see that this weekend. Uh, Mission Impossible Fallout, I think everybody's pretty much agreed that that was just a, a, just a, just a kick-ass movie this year. Mm-hmm. Um, everything, I mean, I'm a big Tom Cruise fan anyway but it just delivered and really, it's very rare to, to be on the edge of your seat in a movie these days, especially when you've seen so much stuff in the trailers but that right. that really did, that was a thrilling movie. Absolutely. Everything you said that you liked about it, I liked exactly it's the movie. same things um, and nobody mentioned Skyscraper Um, I loved Skyscraper Skyscraper was a great summer movie and for me delivered as a summer movie in ways that so many other movies simply Mm -hmm. didn't I mean there were other movies Mm -hmm. that are like Upgrade I loved Book Club Mm -hmm. Um, you know there were so many movies that that really really tickled me Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, Game Night and Blockers both great comedies but Mm -hmm. they didn't quite comedy wasn't really strong for me this year see Hmm. for
1: for me it was but those don't fall into summer movies yeah they were just outside they they were just outside because my other one you know the, the, the other movie that brought a pure grin on my face was Ready Player One from, from yeah, the beginning to end but, just outside. again that's just outside I love
0: Ready Player One
1: and the other movies that you talk about like Jurassic World I had a really good time like, yeah um, I enjoyed it but again when I was looking at the movies you, you said three favorites yeah. it's tough it, it is tough. tough I think it's been yes. kind a of fun all in all I give this summer a thumbs up for movie-going mm-hmm. enjoyment.
0: It's been a lot more different stuff out there. Right. Absolutely. Well, my disappointment. It was a tie between um, Happy Time Murders, which yeah. I had fun with, but yeah. it really wasn't what I was hoping it We've would be. We've been
2: waiting ten years for that. <laughs> yeah, ten and it was years. You know,
0: it, I just, I just wanted it to to have the courage of its convictions, and it simply didn't. Um, and Hereditary um huge disappointment for me this year. What we were promised was going to be this brilliantly innovative and original movie. Um, I found it to be wildly derivative. Um, I found a lot of this, I saw the ending coming like a fucking mile away Um, it was just a big, it was a big disappointment for me I don't know whether that says me, by the fact that my mind's racing ahead with movies or not, I don't know Um, but yeah, I was just, I was really disappointed one of the the films I was really looking forward to, and it just simply didn't deliver for me. Okay, we did a 12 hour poll yesterday um, on the Twitter feed for the show, at Meet Movie Press the 12 hour poll was, which of the following movies hitting theatres in September are you most looking forward to? Now people I said why didn't you list everything why do not you list a none mm-hmm. of them option unfortunately Twitter only gives you four things that you can mention so there are some major movies that I didn't get to mention but the mm-hmm. four I picked was The Nun right. The Predator White Boy Rick and Blaze obviously which is uh, Ethan Hawke's directorial mm-hmm. debut
1: no um, no no he, he did no it's not star debut no 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 he, no, no. he, he did um, he did the movie that takes place in the hotel in Soho
0: Oh um, you're, yes, you're right. You're right. Um, yeah, but anyway, Ethan yeah. Hawke is helming this one. Um, so the options with the nun, which comes out next Friday. Uh, so in last place was the blaze uh, with a staggering zero percent, <laughs> uh, which is a bit awkward. Uh, White boy Rick twenty percent. Uh, then in second place was the nun with twenty three percent, and the runaway winner fifty seven percent or ninety percent, as Donald Trump would say. Um, the uh, th- the predator. Um, which obviously is going to uh, premiere at Toronto this week which is great I'm very happy to say uh, that I'm going to be seeing both The Nun and The Predator um, possibly a third movie that starts with The on Tuesday uh, which is after (laughs) The four day weekend which brings us and there'll be be some more polls during the week next week so if you're not already following Meet the Movie Press sorry, at Meet Movie Press on Twitter, please do so Uh, we're going to very quickly Uh, Anthony, can we get just a couple more minutes on the show? Can we get five minutes? Yeah, cool. Uh, okay, we're going to go through the uh, the the movie releases, the big movie releases for the, the Labor Meets. Day weekend. I was saying to Jamita before the show that uh, this is a Labor Day weekend. There's usually a big movie a big coming. Something. out yeah. I can't remember the last time that there wasn't a big movie coming out over Labor Day weekend, which is weird mm. because you've got Peppermint mm. coming out next week. I think should have shifted that forward. Yeah. yeah. Weird. Really strange. So the releases that we've got this week: uh, the Little Stranger. Uh, and Kin are not going to bother the top ten by any stretch Probably uh, I don't think anybody's seen, seen Kin uh, and the Little Stranger you saw Kin
2: I saw Kin God, and I'm I saw it. Little Stranger
0: Okay, very briefly tell us about those
2: very briefly um, plot wise or do you want to just know my opinion uh, opinions on them um, Kin is good uh, it's okay it could have used a little bit more fun but I really like the things that they're setting up in there and the things that they do. Right. Um, there's some really good genre stuff in there. Okay. Um, it has a really great ending, um, which I'm not going to talk about. Um, but I really like that they're doing a male chosen hero sort of story mm. that doesn't look like the same male chosen hero that we've seen time and time again. So it's different than that. And it's really great performances from the actors. Yep. Um, So that's Kin. The Little Stranger, I did not like at all. I found very confusing. The trailer
0: was great. I was really looking for something atmospheric. Great actors. Yeah.
2: Um, And they give really good performances, but I was confused a lot of the time, and I feel like I'm a very smart uh, person when trying to figure out (laughs) the narrative. But it took us, like, six people after to be like, what was going on to finally get a sort of uh, distilled version of what happened. And even if you know what's going on the entire time, if you're clued into everything, which I don't know how you would be, but if you are, it's kind of plodding. It's really all about the atmosphere. And I like the gothic genre. um, And I get that. But it's just really stretched out. Um, And there's some twists in there that are pretty clever, but Overall, it's a pass. You've got better things to do with your time.
0: So it's really a case of, uh, by trying to create a clever plot, what they've just done is make it really, really complicated.
2: It's very complicated. But from what I've heard, the book is really ambiguous and sort of complicated as well. Oh, I love
1: ambiguity and complication (laughs) when I read a book, Sure, sure. It's my favorite favorite genre. Chapter one. What the
2: (laughs) fuck?
0: Yeah. Destination Wedding also comes out this weekend, um, which... You have to look for this movie. It's Keanu Reeves and it's Winona Ryder. And seriously, I have no idea why this movie is being hidden under a bush. It is one of the best films I've seen this year. It is so sharp and funny Mm -hmm. and they are genius together. Whose idea it was to hide this movie... Is just, I don't know. Well, isn't it going Seriously, on? Seriously. Isn't
1: it going on? It's, VOD? Limited,
0: it's limited release and VOD, yeah, but that's why. there is literally nothing to tell anyone that this movie is coming out. Right. And it's one of the best films of the year. It is
2: hilarious. And like you said, so sharp, so witty, yeah. so funny. And Those both two great. are fantastic. Uh, if you didn't already know from seeing Dracula and A Scanner Darkly but like they're great together they're banter, they've got a great repartee, the way that the director uses uh, extras and other people in the scene so it doesn't feel like it's just only those two is just brilliant and genius, it's I really don't know why this is getting buried.
0: They are two of my favorite screen assholes since like, <laughs> yeah. when Harry met Sally. Sure. I mean, it's seriously, it yeah. is up there with films like that. Some mm-hmm. of Woody uh, Woody Allen's mm-hmm. best mm-hmm. movie. It is seriously, it is a brilliantly constructed movie, and I don't think anybody's going to see right. it. So seriously, yeah. if you want to do yourself a favor this weekend, go mm-hmm. find. Destination Wedding it is absolute genius mm-hmm. it's a five star movie for right. me right. it's really seriously yeah. it is just brilliant Okay. Operation Finale uh, which is also out this week is probably the largest release we got Searching going wide this weekend mm-hmm. did really well in previews last Searching's night Searching's great Searching very very popular um, probably likely to be the, the, the second movie um, this weekend actually <laughs> uh, Operation Finale uh, which is the latest movie from Chris Weitz um, I spoke to Chris recently for Reuters actually and, uh, on a side note obviously he was behind the uh, the American Pie Piper. movie co directed that one the first one and has been exec producing the other ones. Um, he was saying that uh, actually he thinks it's the ideal time for another American Pie. Been a lot of talk about that recently. He won't be involved, but he's very much behind if they want to do it. Operation Finale is about uh, finding Adolf Eichmann. Uh, Oscar Isaac uh, plays basically the Nazi hunter, um, r- leading a load of Mossad agents. Uh, so Ben Kingsley plays uh, Eichmann. Uh, this film I was not expecting to be anything particularly interesting, but I. Seriously, the the acting in this is just the the scenes between Oscar Isaac and Sir Ben Kingsley. They're the best Oscar Isaac has ever been, and they are the best that Ben Kingsley has been in the longest time. It is just absolutely just. It, it feels like an old movie. Okay. The performances. It is very classic. It is absolutely captivating. Apart from the two women who sat next to me in the press screening. And were on their phones all the way through uh, one woman had two phones two because so one outrageous. isn't enough oh uh, and apparently the, the assassination of uh of, uh, of, of Jews in a ditch is a great time to check your Instagram feed well, sorry it was the, too boring for you one of
1: those phones is a burner. seriously I just it was just
0: terrible it was just terrible Ugh. that I, I complain I very rarely complain to the PRs but I complain right. about that it completely it, it, it did take me out of some of the really intense scenes in this movie but Operation Finale I don't think it will be a massive box office hits looking at 9 million for the four day weekend so probably top 10 but not very high up but it'll be um, one to catch
2: up with it'll at be the one end to catch up with and
0: it's likely to be in the top five just this weekend it won't be in theaters for long it's the kind of movie you can catch at home but seriously operation finale is a brilliantly superbly executed uh, drama. Well, it's two really good. To find. Really, really good. Wedding, so Operation. yeah. So the weekend this weekend is looking like uh, Crazy Rich Asians is going to be top again this mm-hmm. weekend. Meg is going to be another hold strong over. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mission Impossible uh, is going to be probably top three again. Uh, Christopher Searching. Robin Searching Anything. is going to be in there and uh, Operation Finale then in the uh, in in the five somewhere. So it's a pretty strong weekend. Uh, yeah. So it's um it's looking pretty good. So. Uh,
1: Courtney, thank you so much for being on the thank show. You for it was awesome. Me. Hopefully, um, I
2: represented uh, feminism. Okay. Yeah, well, you, I mean, <laughs> I no pressure,
1: think but, you but, represented but, humanity. Okay. Good. But yeah.
0: obviously, you realize that when we have a woman on the show, you therefore speak for all women.
2: Okay, good. I just want to make... So, yes. I want so you are to be the, clear on that. For the last
0: hour, you've been the official... You should have led
2: the show with that. Should
0: the official voice <laughs> of all women being one. Right. No, I'm kidding. Seriously, it's great. We're really trying to get more diversity on the show. Great. Um, I so think that's if a you, brilliant idea. Here's an idea. If you've actually enjoyed being on the show, which hopefully you have, uh-huh. uh, do spread the word and tell your I will
2: recommend fellow people.
0: female journalists that yeah. we would love to have them on the show. Sure. Seriously. Yeah. I know the audience responded really well to it. It's really nice to get okay, sort of more uh, more representation. As so long thank as you so the much.
2: audience is amenable, then sure.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, without them, we wouldn't be here. And yeah. uh, they're all Absolutely. still here. They're chatting away. They <laughs> <so>, um, <laughs> didn't leave. Especially Fishman Dildo, who's never been so active, which is amazing.
2: How uh, you doing? So,
0: so Courtney, where can we find you on social media and where can we find your work?
2: Okay, so you can find me at Maybell on Twitter. <laughs> and uh, and Instagram, too. Um, and then my work is at freshfiction.tv and I'm also a Rotten Tomato approved critic, too, so I have my own little page there.
0: Yeah. yeah. And the great thing about uh, Rotten Tomatoes is the fact that they're actually going to be adding new voices. Yes. So shows like this one, we will soon be counting towards Rotten Tomatoes which I is great. So. Uh, great, Dimitri, uh, who are you for those that don't know and where can we find you and tell us about uh, Anatomy of the Movie. This
1: Anatomy week? of the Movie uh, on the Popcorn Talk Network uh, today Or yeah we will be talking about Happy Time Murders oh. yes disappointment uh, but there's still a lot to talk to talk about about the creation of that film you can support me on Twitter at D one seven zero one, and you can always find me here at Meet the Movie Press. It really is a privilege to be here next to to, to you, fine people. I, I like it, and and the audience has been fantastic. Simon, uh, kudos to you for for yes. leading. What I think the, the best show of its ilk about the business. Truly, I think the audience will, will agree with me. The most entertaining. We laugh, we can poke fun at each other, but we take our topics very seriously, and we know... Well, you know what you're talking about. I almost know what I'm talking about. Well, we actually
0: get a lot of feedback from from the audience, and they certainly say that um, of all the shows called Meet the Movie Press that are available on the Popcorn Talk Network we <laughs> very much the best one which is great uh, so Sky Patterson saying uh, nice to see you here Courtney Howard oh, well, uh, thank hashtag you. meet the movie press so you're very welcome to come yeah. back anytime great. Uh, fishman dildo says Simon is the best I think fishman dildo's drunk and needs to go home <laughs> uh, but I do, I do <laughs> oh. appreciate the endorsement uh, my name is Simon Thompson you can find me at Showbiz Simon on Instagram and Twitter I have a Facebook page this is Simon Thompson thank you so much for watching the show we're going to be back again next week now like I say at meet movie press get in touch with us we love to have you talk on the show get in the chat afterwards comment on the video but more importantly if you like the show and you want more people to know about it to increase the conversation please do like subscribe retweet share the links tell everybody else that should be watching the show because without the audience There's no point in us being here. So it's very much, we love doing it, but without you, there is no point. So we appreciate your support. We appreciate you spreading the word. And if you can't watch live, you can always watch it back afterwards or subscribe on iTunes. And feel free to leave a review. We really appreciate that. Feedback always welcome. Have a great weekend. Watch lots of movies over the four-day weekend if you're here in the US of A. Otherwise, get to work on Monday. You need to earn some money, you lazy, lazy man. Have a good one. From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Spitek, and the entire
1: Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network.
0: The views expressed herein are those of the host only. You do not necessarily reflect the views of the owners or principals.